Now, for the past couple of days, we've been hearing that finally Kainga Ora, the New Zealand state housing provider, has listened to its tenants. It's listened to the stories its clients have told, and they have come up with an eviction policy to deal with the antisocial, often violent individuals who make the lives of their neighbours misery. Previously, Kaingora has come up with other ways of dealing with troublesome individuals within a community. Uh, they've suggested to the tenants who are being victimised that they can rehouse them. They've supplied security. But after a ruckus was raised and people pointed out that that simply was not good enough, Kaingora released its new policy for dealing with the most problematic tenants. And although they say one of the provisions will enable Kaingora to implement a warnings process, allowing them to apply to have the tenancy ended, provided there are three separate incidents of a serious nature within 90 days, they won't actually end the tenancy at all. All they will do is simply move the troublemakers on to another kaingo or a residence, presumably to perpetuate misery among a new set of neighbours. General Manager for Kaingora National Services, Nick Mailing, told me yesterday that making people and whānau homeless creates a revolving door for housing, which only sees the problems compound and perpetuate. We're trying to find a balance here, a middle ground between um, that enables us to respond to these situations faster than we've been able to, get people away from the, the poor neighbours who are suffering from this, and, you know, uh, the, the stories you've run and others have run have yeah. been horrendous and the situations are completely unacceptable, which is why we are um, taking the steps that we're taking. Uh, but making people homeless does not ultimately solve the problem. Our challenge is that we have to house those who are most in need. If we make someone homeless and all of the issues that are driving their behaviour are just being compounded by that process, Sooner or later, they end up back on our doorstep because we're the landlord of last resort. Look, I get that trying to repair the damage caused by generations of issues, alcohol and drug abuse, welfare dependency, physical and mental health conditions within families, and as I say, that have been going on for generations. I know that it means that it's a long-term, incremental process to turn the lives of people around. And good on the government, both the last government and this one, who picked up the idea and ran with it, and the people and agencies trying to turn around the lives of vulnerable people. But what about the other vulnerable people, the 30,000 people, the 5,000 families living in motels right now who are desperate for a home? When the need has never been greater, and when those people living a precarious existence in motels know that their situation will be made even more precarious when the borders open and the tourists return to New Zealand... The moteliers will end their contracts with Kaingora, with MSD, and they will go where the money is. They'll go where the tourists are. They'll revamp, mocker up the motel rooms, make them nice and pristine, and in come the tourists. So where will the 30,000 people who are currently living in motels, and some have been there for more than two years, what will happen to them? Why is it if someone has literally spit or dumped on the opportunity for a beautiful home and a new life, why is their bad behaviour continually rewarded? Why do agencies continue to pour energy and resources and people power into the worst 
the worst offenders when 30,000 people are waiting for the opportunity to have a place to call home for themselves and their children. By far the vast majority of Kaingora tenants are good tenants who appreciate their homes, just as generations of families and state houses did before them. The troublemakers are a minority. They are the worst cases. And if we didn't have the longest waiting list in history for a state-provided home, fine. If there was nobody else needing a roof over their heads, go for it. Work with these people. Spend the money. Pick yourself up the floor off the floor again and again after all your good work has come to naught and people have let you down. And you know That's the nature of the job. Fine. But for heaven's sake, there are 30,000 people waiting for a home, 5,000 families in motels right now. And the badly behaved will just get rehomed and rehomed and rehomed. There is no incentive to change your lifestyle, even your attitude, when behaving badly, behaving in the worst possible way, basically earns you a home for life.